Welcome to the Heart of the Matter podcast, where we talk about scripture, theology, and anything relating to God in a loving conversation. And where we try to get to the heart of the matter. Welcome to the next edition of the Heart of the Matter podcast and videocast. Um, again, we always like to start off appreciating those who have listened to us. I'm your host, Josh Hellman. And so we just want to say thank you to those who have listened and those who are watching now. Um, and first off, I want to say thank you to all of these guys for putting in the time to put together a studio so that we can watch. This is um, stuff that we did like like we all got together and put this together. So whatever you're seeing, we are trying to make something that's good for you to watch, but that's also in our budget. So, um, so yeah, we appreciate you guys watching. If you want to see more stuff, um, hopefully eventually we'll be getting into like skits and to videos, um, you know, bringing you guys music and stuff. Hopefully we'll have a website here eventually. So I know we said that we were going to have a studio a long time ago and we finally got to that point. These things take time. They take energy. They take money. So, um, <clears throat> just wait, you know, we want to bring you guys good content. We want to make sure that we're actually bringing you guys good things. We don't want to bring out the the pre-beta game and then there's glitches and all that stuff. So we appreciate you guys watching. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, share if you've been blessed by this. We appreciate it. We are in our series, Identity in Christ. Um, we just started Justification. So we're going to dive back into that later. But I want to introduce my uh, co-hosts, John Vandaloo. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. What's up, guys? Not too bad. You can catch this guy over on TikTok at John Vandaloo. We'll be talking about some stuff. Yeah, like some crazy stuff. Maybe a little polarizing to some, but yeah, yep. I haven't posted a video in a while. I've kind I of taken. Ask. I kind of taken a little break from TikTok. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, you, you got to pull back a little bit sometimes, you know, it gets, yeah. it's heavy, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> the last video I put up was in December. I took a hiatus from media for the most part, which is, except for filming, like what we're doing and stuff. But, uh, it's, a, it's amazing. Like just taking one week, like I posted one video last week and that was like the first video I posted in like a week or so. So it's been like two, three weeks where I've only posted one video and that's like, you know, I usually yeah. post three, three to five a day, you know, so yeah. um, that it can hurt your growth a little bit. It's like you got to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. Let the algorithm know you're still there. Yeah. Because uh, I was people on their toes anticipating. And yeah, and I mean, waiting. I've had some people reach out like, hey, what's going on? You know, I'm just like, I'm just taking a breather. It's it's a lot. You know, you got to come up with ideas to talk about. Yeah. And it's like you can reiterate things, you know, you got to stay. I got to stay in my video. I got to stay in my brand. Yeah. I try to do single take videos, mm -hmm. just single take, no editing. I think it's it, it's it's work, man. There's people that put three, four, six, eight, ten hours in one video, you know, with all the mm -hmm. editing. And that's gnarly. That's well, I not I don't have time. I don't have time for that. You like, I'd love to that. spend like all day creating content, media and all that stuff. Like, I, I really do enjoy doing that. But man, time is time is a valuable resource, and uh, so I try to do yeah. single take videos, like no edits. Now, some people will make videos and they'll edit. You know, like you'll say like one line, and then and then there'll be like a little jump edit, yeah. and they'll just do it that way. But yeah, I, I do yeah. single. Yeah, most videos are like that. I don't even know how to do that stuff. Like I, I you just I, hit record and then stop, and then you yeah. think of your next line, memorize it, do it again, oh, over yeah. and over again until you get to the end. I just single take, and if I mess it up, I do the whole take over again. Yeah. You know, so I'll take, you know, three, four times of rehearsing it by the fourth or fifth time. You got you got the message solid all the way through. Well, I will say hopefully eventually we could get to the point where we have the time to do that. But sometimes I your donation. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I feel bad about doing that. Sorry, I'm, probably over here. Yeah. Or this one <laughs> over here. Um, I've never worked with cameras like this before. So. Yeah. Sometimes I feel bad about doing that, though, because it's like, man, if the Lord wanted to speak through me on my first take, am I in my carnal mind trying to make it seem more appealing to the flesh mm. and, and you know those are little micromanagement things that you have to deal with as a content creator and you know if you're going live now i've gone live a few times too and i know i'm going off i'm just talking about me here 
probably too much, but you know, just a little. Hey, I haven't even gotten but, to introduce Mark yet. Yeah, yeah I got, no, Mark's over here too. Yeah, we cut to him. <laughs> Mark Bobgarner, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, no TikTok, but maybe someday. <laughs> he does have a blog, though. I do. Don't worry, we'll we'll let you talk about yourself here in a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, just a little, just a little more, John. Hold on, get the camera back on me. Keep her, bring it over, come back over. There we are. There we are. There's that guy right there. No, um, <laughs> I can't even. Now see we're the just now we're just playing around. I can see it back there. Oh, yeah. Dallas. No, it's fun. Yeah. No, no well, that's it, why it, going hard, live, yeah. going live is fun. Uh, like. Well, going live is scary, but it's also like fun because like there's just no editing. You just go on yeah. and talk to people. Um, people can engage in the chat, and I haven't gone live in a while. I need to. And your most embarrassing moments can be recorded for all history yeah, by the sorry, Facebook algorithm. Stop running, kids! We'll be in the National Archives <laughs> on their servers. Yeah. Didn't they do that like four or five years ago? Like, like I think they made an agreement. Like all like information stored on Facebook is like in the National Archives. Oh, so they can, yeah, so they can have like a complete recorded. As much so when they start putting Christians in FEMA camps, they're yeah. going to know everything you said and did yeah. for the Lord. And uh -huh. they're going to get cut. You know, your head's going to get cut for it. Well, they'll try to erase it, though. They'll edit that history. Yeah. I'll have to take some grim. deep dives. Let's talk about the end times divers. here. Yeah. 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 When Russia invades in China at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. So going. I'm sorry. Two weeks. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, yeah for real. Oh, like, we could be in like post. Russian like where it's already Jesus, happened. Like know, people are be... like, what are they talking about? Why it's it, it, like it's already happened. Yeah, Russian Jesus could be out there, you know, and deceiving Val people. Yeah, and Jeez. all that stuff. But That's yeah. totally that, yeah, left. People are like, who? There's a, yeah, something yeah, we talked, talked about, about with it. like uh, Russian Jesus. I think I'm over on this one. So, yeah, if you, it, it's weird. People, many will come in my name saying that I am he, don't believe him. So there's many people out there that claim to be Jesus. And just because you have long hair and make yourself look like the uh, candle, um, sticker of Jesus, uh, and like that <laughs> sticker. Well, yeah, you, you go into the story, buy those uh, candles that got like the, uh, Westernized Jesus, they're the medieval Constantine version of Jesus on it, you know, like, yeah. um, and they're like, Oh, I look like that guy. It must be him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you have long hair and you're a hippie. That doesn't make you Jesus. And very white. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You, you haven't tanned enough. <laughs> you know, like, so, and then Mark, yeah. Tell us about your blog a little bit. Yeah, um, I have a blog. <laughs> <laughs> What's it about? Well, you know. Yeah. Uh, so this spring, in a couple of months here, Lord willing, I'll be headed off to the mission field. Um, headed to Southeast Asia, Cambodia. Uh, Cambodia is three percent Christian, so it's very much an unreached nation. And yeah, the things I write and produce will just be focused around that. Headed that way, geared that way, and then testimony of what comes from the field. Oh, awesome. That'll be cool. Yeah. Like yeah. You, like writing about like what happens in your day-to-day -day kind of thing. Yeah. That'd be cool. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully it's not called Comrade Bodia by then. So. <laughs> For those who don't know me, like I, I usually make little quips a lot. I'm sure you guys. People I'm sure it. picked up on it. <laughs> I, my mind is always looking for a joke in something, so uh, a lot of times they don't land. But what, what, if what, something seems a little sacrilegious, I'm sorry. Like I feel hilarious. like God has given me at least a little bit of spiritual gift in finding the humor and everything, hey, even okay. if it's sadistic. Hey, it's okay. Hey, that's to, actually well, really valuable in these times, though. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you're well, on the wrong side of it. Yeah. Yeah, or I'll just have to start learning stuff. how to tell jokes in Russian. So. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> and, no we we seriously talking about that i know um this is going to come out a couple weeks from now but you know the ukraine and russia stuff is going on right now in all sincerity we we do send our prayers thoughts over there with ukraine and even the people in russia that like are under this this oppressive regime and um you know it, it's just like anything here if it was happening here like with the oppressions even though they may not be to the exact same magnitude that's going on in Russia. Like, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with the people here. You know, there's there's stuff going on all over. It's not just Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, it's that's South, the, South Korea, North <clears throat> Korea, China. That that stuff's still Taiwan. going on. You know, people with Taiwan, yeah, Taiwan and and Hong Kong and all the protesters and stuff, that stuff is still going on. There's like people in concentration camps in Australia. I mean, there's weird stuff. I mean, the world yeah. is broken, you know, and yeah. mm -hmm. there's a lot of evil in the world and 
the world is, yeah, I mean, it's broken, you know, and our, mm-hmm. our, it's not, I mean, no, nothing to take light. I mean, you know, we're not, we, we don't belong to this world. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still here. We're still in it. We still need to be hands and feet of Christ while we're here. Um, but man, it, I mean, we can laugh too, you know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with, yeah. you know, we couldn't make light of something. We couldn't make light of anything because someone's always going to get offended by it. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Um, and then I always, I never want to forget like South America, Central America and, and the Caribbean islands, you know, those usually people down there get lost unless there's missionaries there. There's a lot of stuff that goes on down there too. I mean, Venezuela, the Caribbean islands getting hit by hurricanes all the time, corrupt governments, um, and then like, I think like Ecuador or Colombia is like one of the, or the deadliest country, like per capita. Or Probably Colombia. Like, yeah. Like murder rate, I think, or something. <laughs> so like, there's just so much stuff going on around the world. And, um, but specifically right now, you know, we do want to lift Ukraine up. Maybe by the time this airs, it will be cleared up. Um, but yeah, our thoughts and prayers still go out from there cause there's still going to be devastation, you know, left over from all that stuff. So yeah. Grieving families. Yeah. And-, and also in <clears> studio <throat> is Kiefer Strassman. So he is doing our audio, just like we said all the time. We, we appreciate him cause we wouldn't be able to bring this content to you like this without him. So we'd still be in the echo chamber with the one mic. <laughs> hello. hello. <laughs> glad, glad to be here guys. Hope, hope you're all doing, doing well. Yeah. yeah. T's and P's to the people everywhere struggling, you know, yeah. prayers for everyone who's struggling to find Christ, uh, struggling in Christ, you know, I mean, crazy world, crazy, yeah. crazy place. You know, it, it's, it's weird too. Cause I just saw a video the, uh, the, today, I think it was Benedict Cumberbatch was getting his star on the walk of fame in Hollywood or, or somewhere. It was something with him, and he was talking about like how it we can't just rely on thoughts and prayers anymore. We got to do this, and I think this is a common theme I've seen, like amongst people, regardless of their religion status, and it's like influenced the church and hmm. and I, I I get what they're trying to go with it, but our prayers are like our first line. A protection <clears throat> and they are very important like and yeah. I, and so i hate it when prayers prayer does work yeah it's how we affect change in the second heaven yeah. uh, i mean it, <clears throat> there's i mean there's a lot of stuff that you could go into there's a lot of in between the lines type stuff that you understand about what your authority is and how it operates and how it works in the in the second heavens you know um but you know god god does move yeah. By through our prayer, why does he wait for us to pray? You know, it's like because we co-labor, mm-hmm. you know, and part of co-laboring is prayer, not neglecting prayer, and you know, that's um, all the reason we pray, right? Is to, for things to change. We like, we want our hearts to like change. our weapons are not carnal; they're 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 divine to tear down strongholds. My water mm-hmm. strongholds. I mean, they're in people, they're in places, they're they're demonic strongholds and things that the world that the enemy has built up in the world, and our prayers tear that down. Um, Mm -hmm. not our prayer, you know, it's our prayers is like you said, yeah, it's aligned with God's authority. He moves in that way. That's the way he's chosen to do things. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you want to see someone heal, I mean, God will sovereignly do things at times too, but you know, he'll give dreams and visions to wake up people to the gospel, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But usually then they'll meet up with someone, right? It's like, like there's always like God uses the body of Christ. And we're talking about the body of Christ. And, um, you know, it's like a person, it's like, it's like Paul, you know, it's like Paul, you know, was knocked down on his way to Damascus. He was blinded, but then what did God do? You know, he spoke to Ananias to go pray with him. Mm-hmm. And like, and like, mm-hmm. so what, what, what was Paul feeling when a man who he was on his way to go persecute and kill mm-hmm. walks up to him and calls him brother? Your, yeah. your sight's been given back, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's so cool. Book of Acts is so interesting. But, yeah, so anyway. Yeah, I just want to make the point that, like, you know, culture is so fickle with religion. And I whenever they, they only use Christianity when it suits their arguments. Like, I've seen this with, like, 
and we're not going to get into some of these, but, you know, like illegal immigration, abortion, all these things, like they they don't care about what you believe in your religion until all of a sudden it fits their needs. And then, oh, well, it fits my argument, so I can use this to kind of bash Christians and say they're not doing this. Mm-hmm. And whether there's a little bit of truth to that or not, like they don't care. Yeah. So I don't know Benedict Cumberbatch's status as a Christian and what he believes and you know, he's a really good actor. I phenomenal as Sherlock, you know, if, if you haven't seen Sherlock, you know, I, I would, it's a great, great show. But my point is like for people to say things like that, even if they are Christians, I feel like they're not giving prayer. It's due, you know, like to sit there and say like, well, prayers and thoughts or your thoughts and prayers are great, but we really need to do something you literally just said that thoughts and prayers are doing nothing. Like, because if you're like, yeah, we can pray and think, but like, we really need to do something. Like, I you, feel like you're already mm-hmm. t- saying prayer doesn't work. I, f- yeah. I get that. I get that line, that sentimentality. I understand though, that, mm-hmm. that idea. And it made me think of the evangelist that came to harvest time too. you talked about on Sunday morning. Um, one of the things he mentioned was like going, like who here likes going to funerals. And he was like, you know, look around people, look at all the hands that are raised. It's like not a single person raised their hand. Mm-hmm. He's like, but how effective just going to a funeral and being silent, you know, can do for a, for, for a, for a person. And he was talking yeah. about like grief. He was talking about like crisis, like faith in action type stuff. Mm-hmm. And just being like, <clears throat> you know, like a person remembers the faces yeah. of who's with, who's there for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and you don't need to try and you don't need to try and say anything. You don't need to try and say anything grand. You know, you don't have to try and, you know, be this person to interject. But sometimes, just like what, what did he call it? Um, uh, what was the word for it? Um, something in silence, like presence in silence, or yeah. It, but just like the idea of like you, just the just the idea of being there is like an action that could have really great weight in someone when they're like thinking back about that moment, thinking through Hmm. the, going through the grief and just like, you know, all that, that person was there. Maybe I should reach out to them and talk to them. And it's like, that's Hmm. now an open door. And and it's like, there's opportunities like that all the time. It doesn't have to be necessarily a funeral. Um, But like we, you know, like, like acts of service, acts of genuine service, you know, um, I think is necessary though. It is a requirement, not saying that thoughts and pr- I mean like thoughts, like thinking about what's going on is what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? And then prayer is what we're also called to do as well as believers. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me think like Hebrews is a Hebrews one thirteen. It says, you know, like remember your brothers who are locked up as if you were with them. Yeah. And it's like, I, I always equate that not with just being in prisons, but like persecution, um, Mm-hmm. Any form of persecution, you know, like we have Christians who don't eat three meals a day like we do, you know, um, or hardly any or meals, hardly yeah. any meals. You know, there's it, there's things like that. Well, your thoughts, what are your thoughts? If you're thinking about it, what is the what are the what is thinking about it spur you to do? Maybe it's to sponsor a kid who needs food, yep. you know, and it, it, maybe it's just to, to spur you to adopt or to foster mm-hmm. kids, you know, mm-hmm. that's just one branch of it. You know, it could be, yeah. to, you know what I mean? Like we need to mobilize as Christians. And I, and, and I think that's what I, prayer does though. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like that, we that, need to be praying we, we for, look at it well, we're supposed to pray ceaselessly. Yeah. It's Ephesians <laughs> six, you know, prayer is like you're, you're, you're talking with God, right? Yeah. Your mm-hmm. communication with God. So like during your not, prayer, if God's like, Hey, I want you to. It's do also a, a two-way street. It's a yeah. two-way communication too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like how, waiting uh, on him to say something. My, my sheep will follow my voice, right? Yeah. So, if, like, I, I, that's how you'll know who who remains in me. So, if we're not in communication with God and we're not, you know, see, not ceasing to pray, like, then how are we ever going to know where God wants me to go and how He wants me to move? Makes me know? makes me think of Isaiah Saldivar. He had this quote. It was like, <clears throat> "I'll be praying for you." It's like one of the most demonic things said. Mm. Yeah. Like it's, mm-hmm. in the context, in the context of like how we, how we do that as believers, it's really mm-hmm. easy yeah. to, for someone to walk up to you desperate in need. Like I'm struggling. Like maybe they, they need bills paid. They, they don't, they don't have income, whatever it might be. Someone's sick, someone this, that they're depressed, whatever it is. Yeah. And for the person that they just came up to you might be you in church and you go, I'll be praying for you. Mm-hmm. 
Not to and say that you couldn't lay hands in that moment and not see fruit of that depression. That's or that. true. But that's mm-hmm. kind of the point. The point was mm-hmm. like, instead of pushing it off and then forgetting about it. Yeah. Stepping out. And stepping out that. and doing it right there. And then, or meeting the need of that yep. prayer. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, I'll be the answer yeah. to someone else who's praying for this right now. Mm-hmm. You know, or start yeah. praying so that the Lord does move through someone else to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, because he will. God yeah. moves that way. Yeah. He moves through prayer. Prayer is important. So yeah. Yeah. not that praying for someone later on is wrong. It's just that, that I, we say that I've said that before. I co- will admit, a out. I, yeah, I will admit that mm-hmm. I have said that before and I did not pray for that yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just said it. It was mm-hmm. like a, here's the thing to say. Yeah. It's like a common thing to say too, right? Yeah. Like we all say it. You yeah. Know? I think, I think the, definitely the heart matters in that too, because there's, there's a lot of times where it's like, you know, the spirit knows our interactions, they yeah. know who we're thinking about. So th- there's been times where I've gone to pray and I've forgotten who or what I'm praying for. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I'll start praying about things in my life. I'll pray for like my wife or I'll pray for my kids or something like that. But then I'll be like, Oh man, I know I told someone I'd pray for him. Or like, I might forget that I told them that I would pray for him, but like, they're still in my thoughts. Like, and God knows that like, so I, I try to make it a point, like if I do say that, like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to keep you in my thoughts. Yeah. And that's what praying, it's, you know, unceasingly to me means. Cause like I could wear a hat to show that. Um, but the act of actually having those people in my thoughts and prayers, like, no, I really do hope for the best for the people of Ukraine. Cause mm-hmm. let's think about this right now. What's the last thing that this country had thoughts and prayers for? you know, a school shooting and has that slipped our mind? So is that not something that like it, we're constantly praying for the victims of that mm-hmm. and we're now on to Ukraine? Like, so if I don't proactively consistently pray for that exact thing my whole life and then add on and add on and add on, like, so I, I do think that there's some like, you know, grace in that obviously like, but I get the point. Like, I, I agree with it. Like, it's like, we can't just take away the impact of prayer though you know like that's that's more of the point like from i just i just hate how culture people especially who don't care about god and who aren't seeking after the lord are gonna sit there and tell me we need more than thoughts and prayers yeah. mm-hmm. like which makes sense to a yeah. carnal mind yeah i mean that makes sense and if there's anything to take out from what we're saying or how we started this episode so far just pray, it's just a call to pray more yeah Amen. And, and and then to and then through prayer life, action will come. Yep. Yeah. Because that's how it works. You know, we're talking about justification, right? We're talking about justification and we're talking about how, you know, <clears throat> the works of the law is yeah. not how you're justified. And, you know, it's the same thing. Um, you know, faith without works is dead, as James says. But how do you get how do you produce works? How does how does works get produced in your life? It's time in the secret place. It's prayer yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anything, man, just it's a call to prayer. It's a call to, yeah, I don't to not neglect or forget prayer. Yeah. And we need to be praying for the world. We need to be praying for people in the world and that the Lord's will yeah. will be done in the midst of it, that his kingdom will come. I yeah. don't think that God is going to do like I know there's always this like, well, if God told me and stuff. Listen, if if you're praying for a homeless guy and you give him 20 bucks, I don't think that and maybe maybe God didn't tell you you have 20 bucks but you gave him 20 bucks. Like I don't think that's like necessarily a horrible thing. Like you're still doing something that's positive in that guy's life. Mm-hmm. Whatever he does with that money, that's his own thing. But there's definitely obedience when you hear the voice of God and in those times you may not hear his voice. We're still called to do the work of God. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, it, again, I think that there's definitely grace in that. Sometimes we feel like, well, I don't know if God's calling me to do this. Is it a good thing? Because God calls us to do good things. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah. you know, pray to it, let the spirit lead you, mm-hmm. but don't let that also exempt you from maybe giving somebody 10 bucks on the street mm-hmm. or taking some time to go to a homeless shelter and help out, you know, because I know that I will confess that I do, I have done that and, and do that. And that's something I, I'm trying to work on. I see someone with a flat tire. I want to help them. I don't want to be like the guys who pass and let the Samaritan get mm, to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it comes back to that heart posture, which I think you kind of just mentioned. But yeah, as far as prayer goes, I'm just thinking like for most of my life or a big portion of my life, I had a pretty skewed perception on how prayer worked. Like I grew up in religion, right? Not to pick a scapegoat, but for me, prayer was a very superficial, like self-centered kind of thing. 
And I don't know where Benedict Cumberbatch comes from or what his perception is, but I would imagine a lot of the world grew up as a kid praying and praying for whatever the Furby or you know whatever it yeah. might have been, the silly things, mm. never saw the fruit of that. And so that's what they're carrying on into these into their adult life. And it's like, well, and so anyways, there's there's definitely a difference. And I think it was kind of implied here of a superficial prayer versus a prayer that's coming in alignment with God's heart, God yeah. the Father's heart, and what he would, what he wants for Absolutely. the people of Ukraine or, or whatever the situation might be. So yeah, yeah and, and that's again, a hard like, thing to translate to the world, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you, you have to have grace with people who haven't, like, again, if, if he doesn't know God, didn't grow up and like seeking God and stuff like that. Um, or if he did try to grow up in religion and like you said, it, it's just something that's desensitized. I get that. I'm not like coming yeah. down on him. It's just, you know, a warning to Christians to kind of be on guard with your heart. Cause I think there's a lot of cu- cultural Christians who, and even non-cultural Christians who they, they just look at movie stars and stuff. And sometimes it hits you like, Oh yeah, we need to do more than just prayers and thoughts. And it's like, don't underestimate the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. Rem- just remember that as you go about thinking, I'm going to do this thing. And then you go to do something and it could be very harmful because it's not something that is like what God has actually called you to do. It could be a harmful thing. Um, you know, I think of companies in their maybe good faith trying to do something good for another country and help them out. And then they actually find out that they were you know, killing them or something through some weird means that they didn't know, like giving them bacteria when they were trying to give them food yeah. to help like supply them. That's I'm thinking a, of a specific story, but I really can't. Well, uh, it's a whole new di- diatribe, but honestly, yeah. like humanitarian efforts in general are pretty harmful. Like the heart might be right, but just flooding an economy with rice or whatever the material felt need is doesn't really help things like that actually has a completely (laughs) like backwards impact on an economy. And we could talk about that later, but corrupt governments coming in and stealing stuff too. Yeah. All that. Yeah. All that takes place. But yeah, that was just kind of my point. I think all kinds of things. Yeah. You know, it was more of like a, a caution to Christians when, whenever you hear stuff like that, don't just take a, an actor's word or some politician's word for like how effective prayer is. Yeah. Like they're, they're going to be, you know, and I'm not saying he was with this, but I've, I've seen politicians where they have that condescending attitude on prayer. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm just being a little bit more protective about prayer right yeah. now. Like, cause it is one of our armors, you know, mm-hmm. like it is one of our weapons yeah. um, that we're told to put on. And, you know, I just hate the fact that, you know, it's not like I'm perfect at prayer. I'm not necessarily a prayer warrior in the sense of I sit down five hours a day and pray about things. Yeah. <clears throat> but prayer is important. Mm-hmm. The Bible tells us to do it. Like, do you remember that image from prophecy class? I think Mont was sharing it with us. And it was, I don't know if it was somebody that could see in the spirit or what, but it was these prayers, I think in tongues going out and literally angels coming in and receiving, mm-hmm. individually receiving these prayers and then taking them off on assignment and the prayers were direction, but like weapons as well. Like we were literally like feeding weapons into the spirit realm. And yeah, I shared that on TikTok. Did you? Yeah. Okay. That, that same story. I don't know where it came from. Yeah. But just like that idea, people were like, people were like, you, uh, there was a lot of comment, a lot of negative comments that came in on that. A lot of cool, a lot of great comments too, you know, but you had people that come in and just like, people don't direct angels. I was like, he was praying in tongues. It was the Lord. It was the Holy spirit giving directions to the angels. And it's mm-hmm. like tongues, but tongues isn't for today. You know, you yeah. just get all the, you, know, you just get all that religious hatred that, to come that, in that from that. But I, when I hear that though, man, I operate through faith. I was Exciting, like, dude. for one, I know angels are all around us all the time. Cause yeah. they're always there when I'm doing deliverance. Yeah. And I come ask on. them for help. <laughs> I ask God to use them, you know, and you see the fruit of it. And I see it literally in action. So yeah. I know angels are around us. Yeah. You know, well, I even got, I got, well, I don't know what it was, but I, I was like, I, I told you guys me getting like slain in the spirit at home to that one day. Oh, I saw like angels mm-hmm. in the spirit. Mm-hmm. I told, oh, yeah, like I got, yeah. yeah, I told you about that. Yeah. 
it was that was a crazy experience. But now, was it my imagination? Saying, I have know? no idea, you know. But uh, all I know is I was weeping and I was on my knees praising God. Mm-hmm. So even if it was your imagination, doesn't negate the fact that angels exist. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but then and whatever that experience you know, changed things. What too. I'm saying yeah. about prayer is like, you know, maybe the fact that we're negating prayer right off the bat and like prayers mm-hmm. becoming a less influential thing through people like because culture is like putting it down and stuff dude the enemy does not want us praying man exactly so like maybe that is causing more problems in the world because there's less people thinking that their prayers actually work maybe if we had more faith in our prayers like jesus told us to like we could move mountains and and again that's not to say like oh god i pray for a cadillac and you get a cadillac it's you know it comes in alignment with god's will maybe Mm -hmm. Well, Maybe you will get a Cadillac. Like, I don't know. Isn't that verse in James where it's like, you know, the reason why you're not seeing things happen in prayers because you're asked for the wrong things. Yeah. It's like James. Uh, it's in James. I'm not sure. I can't I remember it. which verse it is. But yeah, it's like paraphrased a little bit. Like the people of Ukraine, I've seen videos where they're praying in subways right now as they're being invaded by Russia. Mm. And they're they're praising okay. God in, in subways and underground bunkers. Because they're going and they they believe that God is going to act on their behalf. Like, and they're about to be, I mean, they're in the middle of persecution. So like when we get persecuted, you know, we should already be in prayer, but we should be praying in the midst of that too. We should, we have a God that wants good for us. Like it doesn't mean everything's going to be honky dory in your life, but he wants that. He wants the perfection to come. He, he created us perfect and stuff. So like, I don't know. It's just, it's just that that's a big thing. It's like, um, you know, we, maybe we don't know how to pray in the spirit realm. A a lot of us, I don't think do. I, I don't know. I'm trying to do it as best as I know how, but like, we need to pray with faith. We need to pray that there's a belief behind, like you said, that our, our, prayers are going up in the spiritual realm. Like they, mm-hmm. they, they are weapons. actually doing something. Weapons and directives. Yeah. Can I actually read a testimony? Three different people shared this with me this morning. And I forgot about it, but it's from a pastor in Ukraine, uh, in the city of LVIV. I don't know how you'd pronounce that. Lviv. Yeah. Lviv. Yeah. Lviv. So he's saying, please tell your people because of their prayers God really fights our battles. The rockets disappear in the air without reaching our homes and no one knows where did they go. It's kind of a broken English thing there. Enemy tanks run out of fuel. Russian troops get lost and ask our locals for food and for directions. That is definitely God because we are dealing with the second strongest army in the world. And this morning... Kiev and other major cities are still free, and we in Lviv did not have to run to the basements. Thank you for your prayers! Exclamation! 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 This is from a pastor in Ukraine. He wrote this this morning. That's actually kind of crazy because at men's group, um, I remember that too last week Thursday. I think you were praying that, John. We were praying like a creative prayer that yeah, rockets would. Go off kilter. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. Specific. Literally. I, I like praying literally. specific prayers. I think specific prayers give creative angels. Creative prayers too. Creative prayers. Mm-hmm. Creative prayers do creative miracles. Come on, uh, dude. Because God does Put that creative. on the shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I started doing, well, I got into the habit of it through deliverance because I, you know, uh, I'll ask God crazy things in deliverance. I mean, I'll even put, when I do deliverance one-on-one with people, I'll even say, well, the prayer that I'm about to pray might sound really crazy to you. Like you maybe have never heard someone pray like this, but I'm about to do it. So just, just giving a disclaimer out there that I know, you know, I'm like, I'm talking to God here. I'm going to ask him to equip angels and I'm going to have him send angels to, to do specific tasks. Yeah. And God says, you know, Christ said, you know, ask anything in my name. And if you believe that it's been done for you, it will be done for you. Come you know, it's on. like, and God uses angels. He uses angels for, I think, almost everything. I think he uses angels to do everything. There's messengers. Mm-hmm. You know, there, well, there, ministers, there ministers, warriors. messengers, warriors. I mean, I... I <laughs> Worshippers too, right? Yeah, they're worshippers. The director of music should, or whatever. I'm not saying we pray to angels. I'm not saying we worship angels. Okay, but disclaimer. just but just know that angels are ministers in the second heavens and they follow God's directives. So if you ask God to do something, man, ask him to send angels to do stuff. 
Amen. He'll do it. Yeah. I, I may see it. So I mean, I, <laughs> like, like I said, be that's, creative. That's Amen. been a practice that I've really tried to incorporate, especially even like with hearing like testimony from you and stuff, but also reading Heiser and understanding the spiritual aspect of like what we were originally intended to be and, and all this stuff. And, you know, it, it's important, you know, praying that we are taking back God's territory from the enemy, praying that the kingdom of God advances, praying that angels come down. And, you know, I, I've been really trying to pray about my mind that God is can send his angels down and like cut up any demonization of my mind or any bad thoughts, you know, take them captive and stuff. And again, I'm not perfect in my actions and stuff, but I really want to align with God's will. You know, I really want to see things spiritually happening. Yeah. Like I, I'm getting to the point where like, you know, I'm just, I'm believing that God works this way. Like, so pray it. Mm-hmm. If I believe this about God, pray about it. Yeah. Man, that's like, that. I, I just really want to add to you. You saying that really like that really, uh, that fed my spirit there a little bit. Yeah. Cause I, like, I do remember praying like all those, like ever all the like pieces of the testimony is like things I've let literally have come out of my mouth. Yeah. Specifically. So it is cool to be like, not that like so, I did it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you get, you get with the prayer. Yeah. I co-labored yeah. with yeah. the, with the Lord in that yeah. way. And you get to see the fruit of it. You know, yeah. it's cool. Well, not see to there, how many other people are praying for the same thing. Yeah. Like you're, yep. you're literally in an unknown mesh of like prayer warriors. It's partnering, pretty cool. Partnering yeah. with the prayers the same. Well, it's like, if you're not praying for things, it, you're not going to see the fruit of it. You know, it's like, it's kind of like if I pray for someone to be healed, but then the Lord, it, like if I don't pray for someone's healing and then they get healed, it, nothing, nothing occurred for you. Mm-hmm. Nothing, right. you, you know, but, but if, if you actually did pray, then that person's healed. You felt a, you actually were a part of it. Yeah. It's like the, it's, it's like the blessing in disguise. It's like the Lord obviously did it. The Lord does it. He doesn't need you. He doesn't need us to do anything, you know, mm-hmm. but he chooses to use us. Yep. So yeah. when you actually follow and do those things, man, it's such a blessing to be a part yeah. of it. It's like, man, yeah, me and the creator God were on the same page. That's yeah. really cool. That's yeah. a blessing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's like me and the, uh, it's yeah. just cool to be in union. Now yeah. I, I did want to say too, guys, since we're just on the subject here, I feel like this episode has kind of gone in a different direction. Very much so. And we're, <laughs> okay. we're over halfway done. So I feel like we should just stay on this point because I feel like this is what the Lord wants to talk about, prayer. Yeah. Um, I, I literally felt that like 10 minutes ago. I was like, I think we're going to be talking about prayer. This could be our Ash Wednesday special. <laughs> Which prayer. is tomorrow, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's there's not so when this much, is released, but yeah, yeah. this is uh, there's Plus so Kiefer much does to talk overtime. about prayer, praying in the spirit. Like, how do we do that? Praying unceasing. How do we do that? You know, um, praying for the things of God and everything. But I, I think it, a lot of it, it hinges on that. Like, we need to be. It's not even necessarily creative. It's just we need to understand that like prayer works. Mm-hmm. Like prayer is powerful. It, it's a commandment of God. Like mm-hmm. we pray to God, like he, Jesus prayed to God. Why? Because it's ineffective because it doesn't do anything. No, it obviously did stuff. He prayed to God for healing. He prayed to God for yeah. demons to be released. He prayed for God for mountains to move. Like mm-hmm. he prayed for God for, for believers. Mm-hmm. Jesus prayed for other believers. I, I want to talk, touch on like the prayer and with angels too here, just briefly. When, yeah. when Peter cut the, 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 the priest guards ear uh, off, you know, he like rebukes Peter, but he says like, why, what are you doing? Like at a moment's notice, I could have, I could have asked the father to call down 14 legions of angels or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's 14. Like it's a weird number that he specifically used. Like, mm-hmm. like what is 14? Le- how much is a legion? You know, it's a massive number, but that's like mm-hmm. in a split a second, mm-hmm. legions yeah. of angels, you know, it's like, but he didn't do it. You know, mm-hmm. he needed to be arrested. He knew that that was the plan, but you know, it's like, why would God even need angels to come down? He wouldn't. Mm-hmm. He, he wouldn't need that. He could just breathe and like things would stop existing. But um, he chooses, he chooses to, operate, to yeah. operate through angels. Yeah. Uh, angels, you know, angels, they worship God by doing the tasks for him, just as we do. You know, they're servants of him. They need things to do. You know, some of us have some angels that are on, on mission for us that are sitting around real bored. Hmm. Oh, dude. It's convicting. 
yeah. and encouraging at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you think about it, I mean, if angel means messenger of God, how many people are messengers of God and are like human forms of angels? So I know what is it? Apostle means kind of the same thing as just, or is that prophet? Sent. Apostles like sent, sent to be sent to go out. out. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, th- I think it's one of those terms. I think we mentioned this in a prior podcast, like one of the, it was either apostle or prophet. Prophet just means like someone who preaches like the word a, of God, right? Yeah, your voice piece, you're speaking, yeah. Yeah, so like a prophet is like a human form of what we think of a supernatural angel, right? So it's like technically if you're bringing the word of God to somebody or a message that God is bringing or you're promoting the kingdom of God, you are also operating in that army of angels, like, but in the physical sense, right? So it's like, a sp- spiritual representation of what's going on and a physical representation representation of what's going on. But prayer is so much, I th- and this is probably why God had me on this thing, but prayer is so important. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, and we can get into the, should we pray long prayer? Should we pray short prayers? You know, Jesus said, don't pray long prayers like they do to get noticed. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like sometimes we just like, yeah, God, let that happen. I think it's like, I think that's why like praying in the spirit can be so beneficial, like praying mm-hmm. in tongues specifically. And I know not everyone, I know not everyone has that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it is my personal conviction that everyone could, and I don't want anyone to feel singled out or isolated or, or have weird feelings when I say that, which it, it always feels like a, a, a conversation that does bring division and does bring opposition and, and the enemy is going to work on you if you, if you don't have it, you know, so we got to silence the voice of the enemy. We got to crush his head underneath our heel. And it's like the Lord loves to give good gifts. Um, he desires for us to receive those gifts, you know, and our carnal mind isn't going to make sense. I know Josh, and we've talked about this, you know, um, but it's something that the Lord has for us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And it, it really does help benefit your prayer life, your, your pre, you know, prayer language, um, to be able to pray for much longer and, and for the right things. Um, mm-hmm. So I would just encourage people to pray about it. And, and, I want, and I want people to understand, too, your carnal mind is not going to understand how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have to move your tongue. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not, um, it's not autonomous. The Holy Spirit does not ever possess your body and take it over. Um, he it, operates he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman and he, it is through the power. Uh, it is through your co-laboring of movement of your mouth and your tongue. Um, well, there are some stories of people who like do something. I think it was, <laughs> I can't remember the testimony I just heard, but it was somebody like, Oh, it was on TikTok. The guy was saying that like he was sitting down with a friend who, or this guy he had only met like once or twice and asked him if he wanted to go out for coffee or something. And this guy was like contemplating suicide or something. He was going to kill himself. And literally like in the middle of them having a conversation, the guy just looks at him and is like, I haven't left you. I'm still working on you. And like he like directly talks to him and then gets up and pays for the bill, comes back and the guy had no clue what happened. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, yeah. like, that was a TikTok God. video, I think I yeah, saw that. Yeah, that was like God you speaking through that person. Mm-hmm. I think maybe possessed would be the wrong word to use when... Heavily utilized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the presence of God comes upon people. He doesn't ever, like, I feel like, possess in the way we think of, like, demons. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. possesses, he possesses us. Holy Spirit possesses us. We're, his yeah. pos- we're yeah. in his, we're in his, yeah, we're in his possession. We're in his hand, you know, we're sealed, you know, in that sense. Yeah. We are absolutely possessed by God, yeah. you know, but, I, but I just mean that like the way that people think of like even yeah. demonization, yeah. they think of it as like the demon has full control of your body and your mouth and your eye. It's like, nah, that's nah, not really it. Unless you give them it's access like to do that. It's an yeah. influence. It's a voice. It's a, it's a leaning. It's a direction. Um, it's a temptation. Um, mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit operates kind of in that same sense, right? Except he's not dominating. He's, you know, <clears throat> he's merciful. He's gracious. He's gentle. He's kind. Yeah. He's the fruit of the spirit. He's loving. And he, and he guides us. Yeah, but there are supernatural occurrences. Like that is, that yeah. is, I've heard that testimony and it's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard other ones like that where people have been like, yeah, I, I, this guy did this and he came back down and was like, 
I, he started talking to me like he left off at the point where he did this crazy thing or people went up and gave messages in church because God just fell upon them, had a message. And then all of a sudden the, the person sat back down and had no clue that they went up and, and gave a message. I feel like people, like I feel like people can prophesy in that way. I mean, I mean, that's what it would be. It would yeah. be, that would be a, a, a miraculous pr- a prophecy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like, it makes me think of like, was it Balaam with the donkey? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously a donkey's not a person, but yeah. it's just like God will just all of a sudden speak. But I think like the person, obviously that person was probably a servant of the Lord. Mm-hmm. They, you know, had the Holy Spirit in them. Mm-hmm. Um, they were probably co-laboring with the Lord in some sense, even prior to that. And then, you know, Maybe. I've heard of people prophesying and just not having full recollection of what they said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've probably even said that, you know, you have a conversation with someone and all of a sudden you're saying a bunch of stuff and then, and then they're, you know, later yeah. on, they's like, when you said this thing, it really changed everything. You're like, man, I don't even remember saying yeah. that. Yeah. You know, the, the God can move in those ways, you yeah, know. And heck, maybe that experience is even the fruit of their prayers. Maybe they had prayed like, God, use me, use me. However, you know, I am an yes, empty vessel. Yes. And then here the next day, yeah. <laughs> just an oracle of yeah, God's yeah. voice. Yeah. Monty is, you know, in that book, uh, Prophecy Class that we were all a part you, of. All you shall prophesy. T- talked about, yeah, talked about like how prophecy usually works in that way where You'll have a word for someone and you'll give it to that person and it may change their, it, it's going to change their life. But then like the next week they come and say, oh man, you prophesied this thing for me. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like, I don't even remember saying that because the word wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. It was for that other person. Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah, mm, God can operate good, yeah. you. But yeah. the great thing is, is that when that happens, it gets reciprocated back to you. And you get edified because you know God is working through you, mm-hmm. and so yeah, that's really cool. But yeah, it's like it's like well, it's like it's like testimony is so powerful. You know, it's like in Revelation mm-hmm. is it Revelation twelve eleven? Uh, it talks about. I'm not great with locations of scripture. Yeah, so I'm, not I'm not either. I'm not either. Probably. I'm, yeah. yeah. Like that. <laughs> like, well, it just talks about like you know we overcome the the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and. You know, it's like, like a revelation. Testimony and it, testimony is experiences. You know, it's like it's you experiencing Christ. It's you experiencing the power of God in your life. It's mm-hmm. the experiences. I and mean, people always discredit experience. And I've been having a few of these conversations mm-hmm. over the last few weeks about how, you know, it's not about experiences, brother. It's it's you can't you can't you can't base anything off of emotion. It's like, well, I mean, God gave us emotions. I yeah. mean, joy is an emotion, is Where it does not? Compassion come mm-hmm. from. Yeah, you know, it's, like, it's it's an emotion. It's a feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, like feeling like. Here's the thing. Here's the disclaimer. If you're not feeling great, that doesn't mean God left you, mm-hmm. but it's great to have feeling mm-hmm. and yeah. you can, and there's nothing wrong with feeling the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the problem is that if you're not feeling a specific type of presence that the Lord has left you mm. and it's like, no, that just means there's probably a heavy battle going on in the spiritual realm mm-hmm. around you and you need to press in to pray. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and pray and pray and pray, even if you're not feeling it, Mm -hmm. like we're not called to change. God is unchangeable. He's unmovable. So what's going on with me? Something, something's going on with me. There's so the enemy is working around me. Something's going on. Like when you say like we have a bad feeling and stuff, that's typically like a sign that God has given us with our emotions that something's wrong, that something needs to change. That's not always the case. Like when you're exercising and you feel bad, that's good. Your body needs to change. That's, that's a hard thing. But emotionally and stuff, if there's something wrong, you, it's either usually something that's affecting you or you're letting affect yourself. Yes. And so like, you know, there, I, there's a song out there that is a good song, but it became a catchphrase for Christianity. And I kind of had a little bit of an issue with it. And I know it's a semantics thing, but it's okay to not be okay. And I know what they're trying to get at with that, but it's like, no, that's why it's called not being okay. It's not okay to be not okay. And and I'm not saying that in a derogatory way to people. You can feel that way and it, you know, you're human, but that's how you know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's okay to go get help. It's okay to like figure it out. Like, but it's not okay to be not okay. We don't want to remain in that. We want to get to the better place. Yeah, we're I know here. that's kind of what they were trying to get at with that. I just hate that catchphrase because I feel like it can promote like, well, I'm depressed and that's okay. No, it's not. It's not okay to be depressed. 
it's okay that those feelings are in you, but we got to get rid of them. Like mm-hmm. we, you know, and that's not to like inject people like well, I'm going to make you fake happy and stuff like that or give you like the, well, you got lemons, so you got to make lemonade. I think it's like this idea too, to like treat someone differently because of it. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, we, we do, we do cater, uh, specific tasks and goals and prayers and support around people who are dealing with struggling with different things. Right. So we do cater, you know, to people based on what they're going through and we're called to come, come around each other and support each other and build each Mm -hmm. other up. Right. The body build each other up. So it's like, so if you're feeling depressed, well, what, what, what's an action plan there? If one, listen, you know, empathize, sympathize, give instruction, edify, pray for, build up mm-hmm. and then cast those demons. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, no, I, it's not always demons, but you know, it, it really yeah. is often demons. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, yeah, it's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm I, all legitimacy though. Like depression is a work of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is a work of the enemy. Death is a work of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Anything that's not life, abundant life in Christ is a work of the enemy. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to just recognize that, know that, and stand fast in knowing that. So when things go wrong, it's like we know that the enemy's at work. It's like Job, you know, it's like you look at the story of Job, all these things were going wrong. And it's like, God, yeah, God allowed it. God pulled his hedge of protection off of Job so that Satan could have access. I mean, God even said, well, have you considered my servant Job? No. Why? Because Job was equipped. He was a righteous mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. He was able to be sifted, to be tested, mm-hmm. to be refined. And, uh, you know, everyone around him is just like, his friends are telling him like, you must've done something wrong. And his wife's like, curse God and die, you know? Mm-hmm. And Job just stuck it out and mm-hmm. he stayed with it. Yeah. And I love Job. Job is, I need to go back and read Job, I think, because mm-hmm. it is one of the most like poetically beautiful books in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, but just this idea that like all these terrible things were happening to him, but God was on his side. Mm-hmm. God recommended that he'd be the one that be picked off, mm-hmm. picked apart, mm-hmm. sifted by Satan. Do yeah. his worst. You just can't kill him. Mm-hmm. Do your worst. So we got to remember that bad things happening to us does not mean God doesn't love us. God is far off. Anything like that. It, it's just that like, there's a refining process. The enemy yeah. is doing something in our lives that God might be allowing to refine us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's okay, man, bring on the refine. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Being in the fire sucks, but. And a hard truth with that too, is maybe God has positioned us to not that he wants us to experience bad and go through bad, but he knows that in this world that we have allowed bad to kind of influence and basically be a part of this world. Now that, he has positioned us to go through that fire. He has specifically positioned us to go through that. And that's why I think the scripture says that he's not going to put you in any situation that you can't basically overcome. Like he's equipped us. Because he's there. Absolutely. Like, do you think that Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego could thwart a fire of like seven bajillion degrees by (laughs) themselves? No, God was there walking with them, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they could have sat there and wallowed and been like, oh my gosh, there's fire all around us. We're dead. But when the guards fainted and passed out and died because of the heat given off by this furnace and they're like walking in there, they were probably like, oh, they died, but we didn't. Oh, there's something else going on here. You know, it was a, it was a tough situation, a bad mm-hmm. situation, but they didn't even come out smelling like smoke mm-hmm. because God walked with them. Mm, that's so yeah. cool. How can we get our minds in like poverty, in being bad mouthed at work or school, in like being bullied, in sexual abuse, in like all of these things, alcoholism, um, family problems. How can we get ourselves grief in that mindset yeah. of, you know what, God, like there's definitely things I need to work on. There's definitely things that could be better in this situation, but I'm going to remain in you and I am going to pray for these things to happen. And how can I have that contentment that you are God, regardless of my circumstances? Hmm. And going back to the testimony too, I think that's most powerful because people could say like, well, you're not going through those things. It's like, well, I have gone through my things. I've gone through some things, you know, yeah. was I in the, was I Corey Ten Boom in the Holocaust? No. But you know, what's amazing about her is like the testimony. Again, we go back to the testimony, yeah. the work, like her coming out the other side, 
tr- tr- if for for those of you who don't know Corey Ten Boom, go yeah. go read up on yeah. her testimonies. It's pretty. I mean, you want to cry? It's gonna make you cry. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll be like, "What the heck? What is? She? I couldn't do that." Yeah, no. yeah. like for the forgiveness and the love and just like. And that's just that's just one example, you know, but like the power of standing fast with the Lord in your trials, in your tribulations, in that turbulence and seeing what the Lord does with it, because it's blessed yep. millions of people. Her mm-hmm. testimony has blessed millions of people. Yeah. Um, and it was we, in a situation she didn't want to obey God. Yeah. yeah. She, says but she that. still mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Like, so even in your like almost like Jonah, I don't want to do this. She no, for, she forgave like an army officer, like a Nazi army officer. Beat her sister. Yeah, who killed, who killed her, sister. her sister in front yeah. of her. Yeah, he yeah. became a Christian like at this event, like afterwards. Or I think or he already he, had. Yeah, he, yeah, already he already had. Yeah, but he wanted. He, he went up to her yeah. as a brother in Christ now, mm-hmm. and that was like this moment where she had to like overcome. Like she had to like, I don't want to forgive him. Yeah, but she did anyway, and like immediately there was like what yeah. she's like electricity flew through her body. Yeah, crazy story, man. Yeah. Um, but guess, man, yeah, just yeah. prayer. Yeah, Mark, do you have anything to add? I know we're getting close to the end of our yeah. prayer special here. I guess the thought I keep coming back to is we're a very like results-driven society. You know, we want to see the results now, and just recognizing that when we're partnering with God, like it is still in His timing. Um, but a really cool prayer to pray would be, God, give me eyes to see the fruit of what I'm praying for right now. Like, give me eyes to see. Like, pray for prayer. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pray about everything. But there could be a delay. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, there could be a delay in the fruit or the fruit might just not look how we think it'll look. But it's not to Mm -hmm. say that God still hasn't brought it about. So pray that prayer. Like, God, show. you know, if you're discouraged in your prayer life, take that to the prayer closet. Do do one-on-one deliverance sessions with people. Do you want to see prayer answered quickly? Amen. And, and be creative in your prayers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I just like, I mean, I, I pray for crazy things. Uh, I mean, I'll pray like God equ- equip angels with uh, necessary uh, tools to go and dig out parts of the soul that are hurting. Sharks with laser beams on the yeah, heads. And bring them up. Yeah. I think, um, <clears throat> you know, kind of some things I've learned is like, cause people will say like, you can't pray like this huge long thing, but it's because Jesus said to pray simple prayers and stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, but in that context, he was talking about people who were doing it for their own glory because he also, Paul tells us to pray unceasing. Yeah. And like we're called to pray unceasing. So I assume those um, are public prayers they're praying. Yeah. Like out on the streets yeah. and in the synagogues. Because I think, again, it goes back to hard things. So, you know, important thing I wanted to leave off on before we go is like, again, heart of the matter. Where's your heart posture with God? So how you're praying, where you're praying and all, all that stuff doesn't matter as long as your heart is like God. Like, I really want to see a move in this person's life. I really, like, I want to see your impact and the kingdom impact in Ukraine. Like, you know, I want to see, you know, Russian communication disabled right now that they won't be able to communicate with each other militarily, Mm -hmm. that they'll have to pull back because there's just the hand of God that moves their tanks back. Like, I think it would be really cool to see the, the hand of God just, like, push yeah. the tanks of Russian Russia back. Mm-hmm. So revival and yeah. 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 Eastern Europe. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would like to see because of this move from Russia, I would like to see more of w- Western Russia given over to God and break free from Russia and their, their stronghold. I think that would be awesome. So, um, anyways, yeah. So anyway, our thoughts and yeah. prayers go out to Ukraine yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the conflict um, and Russians, you know. Yeah. yeah, we just, so I don't know. I think so God had something to speak through this prayer episode. Like, yeah. I just felt like, yeah, I don't this know, wasn't prayer gets knocked so much by our culture mm-hmm. as like, yeah, you can pray, but do something real. And that sentiment just doesn't, it doesn't sit right with me when we, you know, I know, like I said, I struggle with prayer that's in, in like actual consistent praying and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. that's part of sanctification. Yeah. And, um, you know, pray in the spirit, pray with the right heart, pray for the things of God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And with that prayer as Jesus did, you know, like your will be done here yeah. on earth as it is in heaven. Like it's a simple prayer, yeah. but something sucks in your life. God, let your will be done in this, whatever yeah. it is. And I know we said earlier, we kind of use like, I'll pray for you as a cop out. 
don't use like God's timing as a cop out either. Pray mm-hmm. big, pray hard, and pray consi- strong. And consistently. You know, pray <laughs> and like keep, and keep God do it, it now. Mm-hmm. Your kingdom come when? Yeah. Now. Yeah. Like, we want it here today yes. on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Um, so yeah, it doesn't mean that it might not necessarily happen, but we got to start believing like that. We got to mm-hmm. believe with that mustard seed of faith that I can move that mountain. Um, yeah. So yeah. you can't be a man tossed to and fro on the waves. No. Amen. So stand firm, stand fast, pray hard, mm-hmm. pray strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, again, thanks for listening. We're, this is the end of our, like I said, prayer special. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, if there's something, again, that you guys want prayer for, please leave it on our Facebook page. Um, you know, even on our TikToks, we have a 12 Stones Media um, TikTok. Let us know. Send us a little prayer. John's got his TikTok. He gets prayer requests all the time specifically mm-hmm. for deliverance a lot of times, but just, just let us know. We want to be a part of that. Um, again, if this has blessed you, please share mm-hmm. like this, um, get this out there, um, more to come. Mm-hmm. So, and we will actually talk about justification hopefully next week, unless the spirit leads us in a different direction. Yeah. yeah. Amen. So, all right. Have a good day, guys. God yeah, bless. God bless. You. God bless. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. If you've enjoyed it, please click the like and share buttons on whichever platform you're on. And you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. We hope that you had a good time and hope the conversation brought some joy into your life. Have a blessed day and join us next time on the Heart of the Matter podcast.